With no end in sight to Israel's political crisis, a group of lawmakers there has submitted a bill to disband parliament and hold a third election in less than a year on March 2nd. Jealous? The Trump Report starts now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yes, welcome to The Trump Report. I'm Christian Black, joined by Chelsea Galicia. Hello there. Ooh, and, of course, Scott Moore. Are we Hi. extra animated? The S-Man. <laughs> Just go with the double pointers today <laughs> well, for those that right. are uh, listening to the audio-only version. Uh, please uh, know that I'm just pointing, uh, gesticulating wildly. It's very uh, politician-esque, you know, besides yeah, the sure. waves, it's, a lot it's of, the, it's, the you, two you point, do the point, because the then wave. everybody thinks that they're pointing at them, you know? It, it's yeah. uh, always the way that it feels. The wave of uh, Anyway, uh, lovely to see both of you on, uh, you know, it's uh, we're getting closer and closer to Christmas Eve. Scott, is it impeachment eve? <laughs> impeachment Where are we eve, at? Yes. <laughs> so I said it's a lot closer to impeachment eve at this point. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, because Christmas eve—that's uh, that's, uh, let's see, it's two full weeks away. Yeah. And uh, impeachment could be what this week? Yeah, next week. I'd say probably next week. <sighs> and remember, the impeachment clock we had last week—we had to switch over to the sixty minutes clock yeah. because uh, <laughs> we, we've got to really get uh, closer and closer. Really Thank detailed you. now. Now we were talking uh, before the show, myself and uh, our young producer Ryan Nelson in the booth, and uh, just sort of going over what it actually means, you know, because there are plenty of people who think that, oh my gosh, he's going to get impeached. And there, this is not what Ryan says, but there's a variety of things that people think. <laughs> there's people who think like, okay, so then Mike Pence is president. Then you're going to mm-hmm. have people that think like, okay, so then that means that Hillary's president. <laughs> uh, and then there's other people who are like, yeah, but was Pence, Pence really you know, innocent? Is it Nancy Pelosi president? And then other people just want baby Yoda to be president. And that's Ryan in the booth. But uh, so I think it's a safe bet, and please stop me if you feel differently. It's a pretty safe bet that impeachment would pass in the House because of the mm-hmm. margin that Democrats have. Right. I, I, I think you can get a couple who, for whatever reason, a couple of Democrats who feel like, mm, I'm just going to vote present. I want to kind of stay out of this. Uh, but I, I think it's a safe bet that's going to pass. Uh, Chelsea, you feel anything different than that? I'm afraid to say, yeah. because anytime I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty sure. Yeah, I was with you on election night, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? So, Have the champagne ready. Um, and like, on this one, I'm going to vote present. Oh, okay, so you're going to vote present. Uh, Scott, uh, do you, can you be a, a little bit uh, more firm in your stance there? Well, you know, the only thing I could say that could switch it is somehow at the last minute, if enough moderate Democrats are like, let's just give him censure. And then they can get the Senate and get a, you know, bipartisan censure vote. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. So therefore, I'm going to say 100 percent yes for uh, impeachment in the House and um, 89.9 percent removal. (laughs) So you are non-removal in the Senate. 89.9 percent that won't happen. All right. So you're going to give a 10.1 percent chance. And that's kind of the key because that's yeah. the next part that has to happen right. because people may or may not remember or may or may not know that Bill Clinton was impeached but not removed from office. Richard Nixon resigned, might not have been removed from office if he'd stuck around. Different time, different time. Probably so would have. It's a little bit more likely in yeah, that case. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, Clinton, it was just – yeah, just keep – it was also the end of his second term. Yes. So it was like, what are we doing? You know? Well, also I just think, again, it, it came up to – a different time and the fact that it wasn't enough people to be able to say right. enough senators to say yes we're going to remove him from office and then of course the most famous one 
in the history books is Andrew Johnson, who yes. was only one vote sh- uh, short of being removed from office. And uh, that was, um, you could say, a lot of people were saying this one's politically motivated. You could really say that one was very politically and motivated. And just imagine uh, how much he spent to make sure that he kept that one vote in his favor. <laughs> That's nothing about him, just about politics in general. Like when you know it only going to come down to one vote, it's like, what can I give you? An island? Two islands? You want a state named after you? Alaska? Know? Yeah, right. I know. It was, 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 was the, uh, the one vote that uh, went in his favor from Jimmy Alaska? <laughs> Jerry Nevada? I don't know. I don't know any of these things. And I know that that doesn't really work in the timeline. It's just jokes. <laughs> right. But so then what has to happen in the Senate? And this is just sort of bringing everybody up to speed. Do An epiphany. Do mm-hmm. 51 have to vote? Is that what it has to be the simple majority? No, or does it? Have, yep, that but, would be great if it was, yes. because there is a very good chance that uh, and you could remove him. If a Democrat, if Democrats controlled the Senate right now and say that they they had like a very slim majority, would they be able to change it to a simple majority? Not for this vote. No, what yeah. they would be able to do, and what what it will take is to set the sort of the parameters and the and the rules of the way the trial will go. It only takes a simple majority. So. You know, there's still a chance that Democrats, Democrats will have a lot more power, let's say, in the senator uh, in the Senate than the Republicans do in the House, because in the Senate, there it, it's a little bit closer, more evenly split. And all it takes is a simple majority to set the rules that they'll need for the Senate trial. But to actually remove uh, a, a president from office, which it is a, a, a hurdle to go through, but they did that on purpose. You have to have two thirds, which is 67 senators vote in favor of removing him, which is why it's never happened in the Two other times it came close again with Andrew Johnson, but it's never happened because it does take such a majority of senators to be able to do that. And uh, I think that uh, you can pick off a couple of uh, Republicans, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, I know you don't want to prognosticate, but you feel like there are some people that you feel like your uh, your Collinses and your Murkowskis are people that you could be like, yeah, but uh, what if we what if we give you a new bridge in your district, or how about ten bridges? Or would you like a nuclear power plant? Whatever it takes at this point. We don't care. Do, do you want a coal factory? Just so that we can get your vote. I'm exaggerating. But, you know, I, th- there are some people, and I'm just picking on them because, well, Those are the on, they're, they're the most likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea that you could then get, well, they would need 18, wouldn't they? Or do they need 19? Sorry. Well, you have 54 or 53 uh, Republicans right now, and then yeah. you have 47... 47 Democrats. Democrats and, and, or independent Angus right. King. Um, so, yeah, you would need a good, you know, good 20 Republicans You to really need 20, yeah. And, uh, to take it over. Of yeah. course. Uh, well, so first of all, uh, Chelsea, what I was saying to you before is the odds of there being 20 Republicans that uh, you can convince that this is this is the way to vote, you know, vote with your heart, your conscience, vote with your district in mind of how they're leaning. Uh, 20 seems like a, a pretty high number. Yes. Yes, it does. 20 is an, like a monumental number. <laughs> it might that, as well be 200. It, exactly. <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think, a sad state of affairs, but there the way that the narrative has been spun on this, that this is only the result of people wanting to undo the results of the election and where, you know, liberals are, are mad about something so they found any reason. I, I cannot believe how many people have bought into that and I, I just see that from people on Facebook. I mean, I guess these could be trolls that are following people that I'm Facebook friends with, but they seem 
the poster of the uh, whatever post that got the situation started seems to respond to the person as in like they know them. It's not some like bot right, on their yeah, account. Sure, right. Um, so that's the part that's really stunned me. And and I do think I'm like, wait, somebody could actually not be accepting of the 2016 results and that there could still be valid reason to impeach and remove him. So the conservatives could be right about how upset liberals are. And that doesn't mean that there can't also be valid impeachable grounds. So I could just, you know, I just hate his guts. I, I guess that's one of the things I hear conservatives say. Liberals just, just hate his guts. They can't stand him. And, and they're just, they just want to get rid of him. Yeah, okay, sure. Let's just say I agree with you. <laughs> and he, uh, I, I think, is guilty of committing high crimes and misdemeanors, term of art that uh, that we learned about last week. So, yeah, I, I think both can be possible. But I, I, and I, and the other unfortunate thing is how much um, influence public opinion has on the impeachment outcome. Like there's never in politics, you never see sort of what the public wants happening in Congress. But right now for impeachment, it seems to be happening. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason that impeachment, I think, is something that Congress votes on and not the general public, because the dealings of impeachment have to do with something a little bit more sophisticated, I think, than um, than we would hold uh, normal. I don't know. It it takes a lot to understand what goes right. into it, and and not just anybody. I mean, I, I I would say myself, I would need a little bit more training. It's 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 a little a lot harder than just general jury duty, and so I think that there is a reason why it was a job for House and Senate to do it, and not to be left to to public opinion right. so no, much. No, I mean, considering how is. hard jury duty is for most people to do. When yeah. I went to jury duty and right. I heard people talking about, wait, which, what's the prosecution? What's the defense? Like, what's the difference? I was like, <laughs> oh my God, we are in trouble. And you just had to say, well, this side is Marsha Clark and this side is Johnny Cochran. <laughs> and everything that? was clarified. Right. Wow. I mean, for me, that, that's that's how they explained it to me. And I was a jury foreman. But Oh, the, yikes. Wait, hey. <laughs> well, the worst is the people trying to get out of jury duty where you're like all of a sudden when they're in the courtroom, they uh, all of a sudden can't speak English. And the reason I say that is mm. you heard them speaking English fine uh, on their phone in the jury room. And then all of a sudden in front of the judge. When you're and under no, oath, no, no, when you're under oath, all no, of a sudden you're just like, no, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I, I saw a piece that it was a Bloomberg piece and it's an opinion piece, but basically the idea is the case for impeachment grows stronger. Now, this is a hypothetical. If you feel like this was a simple legal case that you had to prove, like, well, here are the facts you say it's a grand jury. So the grand jury, that's not uh, the, that that. If you're presenting a grand jury with these facts and they can rule yes, impeach, no, impeach, uh, do you think that that case has been made currently by the Democrats? You know, this is more of a hypothetical because, you know, the way that it gets voted on and, and then passed along is different. But if this were a regular court case, do you think that they have you personally? And yes, we'll admit mm -hmm. that you might be biased and wanting a specific mm -hmm. outcome. Right. However, do you feel that they've made a strong enough case? OK, so I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to say that this is complicated because usually let's say somebody, a grand jury is, you know, put together, uh, assembled to consider whether to charge you with robbery. Let's just say. What have you heard? 
I can't tell you that. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And then we're told, okay, there are, I can't remember, three factors to know if you committed robbery. Yeah. You broke and entered to, or took something by force or fear. I can't remember what the, sure. what the factors but there's, are. There's but there's three very, like boxes that you check, yeah. Three, I can't remember exactly. I can't believe law school has been like well, 11 years ago. Kind, you're not that kind of a lawyer. Right. Yeah. So there's, there's a very specific... Um, kind of charge and then factors that you look for and is there enough evidence to prove that plus mindset with something like obstruction of justice abuse of power there's not exactly those very neat boxes that you check off it it, there is somewhat like you know influence undue influence okay but the line of that is pretty blurred it's it's a little bit more like you know, how do you know porn? You know it when you see it. Oh, I know it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I know it when I see it. Sure. And uh, so so that's why it's a little bit... <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. It's a little bit harder than something that a, a usual grand jury might consider. Right. But uh, you feel like they have a, a... They've made a very compelling case that uh, the House will consider in the days ahead. Now, uh, what we're speaking about before, Scott, this is just sort of more of like a the more you know sort of thing. If it were to result in a tie with the, because uh, you have a hundred, you have a hundred senators. So if you got, oh, gosh. if you got the 50, 50, who gets to vote to be the tiebreaker? If it were be to, you know, for this decision to remove from office. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It, it, well, it wouldn't because of the fact that's why you need so many senators to. So right, right. I know, but, but if it were if it were tied, you know, th- this is just more like that there I was think one. This is more I think. Right, 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 exactly. They, they. I, I, it wasn't exactly 50/50. again hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not fifty fifty. Yeah, so it is, but it's tied. I know that it, that's the reason why it has to be two thirds. Uh, who would get to cast that vote? Yeah, right. So you, you leave Mike Pence up there, right? And, and then Mike, Mike Pence would be like, hmm, <laughs> wow. Donald Trump's a good that president. Would be amazing. Yes, Donald would Trump's be. a good president, but you know, it would be a better, a better president. Right. Me, because he but, knows he'll never be president of on course, his own. <laughs> it would come down to what his mother want him to do. Right. Mother, <laughs> should I be president or should Mr. Trump be president? And she would probably say, Mr. Trump. She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're ready for it, Mike. <laughs> You'll, you'll never be ready for it, Mikey. You'll never be yeah. ready and for he, it. And here's the other hard part. The last, the hardest part of um, convincing a, a grand jury or a regular jury of any person's guilt has to do with their mindset, the mens right. rea. And so that's the, that's the one where it seems like my understanding of this human being makes it obvious where I, I think his mens rea was to have undue um, influence on on having action taken to benefit him personally. Whereas somebody else could say, oh, I, I just see that he was trying to do what was best for the country. I, I mean, I don't know how you convince yourself of that, but people can just say that. And that's what makes this, this that's what gives people wiggle room out. Um, it, I, I think it's intellectually uh, lacking of any integrity, but I think that's what gives people the out. The very unfortunate out. And, and I would just backtrack on, on just the general on, on impeachment because, you know, you brought it up in your joke earlier about the, you know, being able to have a third election a year in Israel. And, like, the U.K. is going to vote again yeah. on Thursday. And in the U.S., we don't have that. So it's not like uh, we have that parliamentary set up where 
um, if things are going wrong and there's the loss of confidence vote that yeah. it's back out to election time for people to go vote. Um, and also impeachment is not there to nullify an election, even though people yeah, might say I don't know it is. Where they get that from. Impeachment has nothing to do with turning over an election. I understand right. if you're removing a president from office, theoretically, but again, why would Democrats want to remove Donald Trump to be left with Mike Pence, who's even more conservative and supposedly Christian? The point of the impeachment is nothing to do with the election. It has to do with the co-equal branches of government being able to hold a president accountable for misdeeds or actions they feel are inappropriate. Ryan approves. So, 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 so my hand, my hand slipped. So, <laughs> so, yeah, he so, meant to boo you. Actually. Exactly. He had the Jerry Springer boo that he meant. To. But anyway, but sorry, so that is what point. impeachment is there for. It's it's to be able and and because what you were saying, Chelsea, it's not as as cut and dry as a regular court case, and and even senators are going to have to learn how a trial actually happens in the Senate because a lot of the senators were not there uh, twenty one years ago when twenty years ago when we had uh, the last impeachment trial. Um, it, it's something that's different for them, too, and it's not quite as easy, uh, as we were saying, for Republicans to control it as much as it, it was easier for Democrats to control it in the House because of the the split. And um, so the impeachment is there. Really, again, the House has a, a very wide leverage to say what is impeachable. And that's why it does make it difficult, because you can say abuse of power, but that's very broad. You can say obstruction of Congress a little more easily noticeable there because clearly he did obstruct congress by not uh, uh letting his uh the people in his administration go and and um deal Defied with subpoenas. De- yes and defying subpoenas so that's a little bit a little bit more uh, cut and dry but then what's going to happen in the trials it's going to be a little bit looser it's not going to be a regular trial in the sense like you were saying with the jury and how this is set up it's going to be uh, a little bit uh different and of course you have the chief justice that's going to be overseeing it so it's not Mitch McConnell. Um, so, and, and again, senators, and we'll get into this later, about senators will vote differently than House members because senators deal with the entire state, whereas right. House members are very specific. And so that's why you can get these loud and crazy yelling Republicans because they're dealing with a district that's 60 plus percent uh, supportive of them. So they can basically be extra kind of extreme but senators have to think about their entire state, and some of these senators will have to deal, especially the ones that are going to be up for re-election, are going to have to deal with states that are not going to be as red as, you know, so it, it, so that's where it's going to be challenging for them if they're going to run in very purple states and have to be able to go home with a president and a party that's not have a, a high favorability like, like we see in Arizona um, and some other states. It's going to be a more of a challenge for them to be able right. to be as extreme on that. So uh, there, there's a lot that goes into it. But again, it's not about the voters and it's not about nullifying an election. It's about holding a co-equal uh, branch of government accountable for what is seen as, as misdeeds. Um, Christian is very excited by this oh, no, no, constitutional no, 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 no. lesson. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm excited about all of it. <laughs> I, I'm, I've been getting up at 5 a.m. Every, every day that there's a hearing. It's at 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern mm-hmm. time. Uh, what I did want to ask, I'll start with you, Chelsea, is... Uh, the indications are that uh, Mitch McConnell wants this, uh, the Senate version of this, to be over very quickly, whereas President Trump would like it to be drawn out uh, for a long period of time. I don't know, perhaps until December of next year, <laughs> I'm just guessing. Just a hunch. Uh, which one do you think 
gives a, a bigger advantage to the president if it's if it's over like that or if he gets to draw it out and talk about it. I th- well, the bigger advantage is for him that he but he doesn't really know is to have it done and over with. Yeah, he thinks he's going to put on a show. He wants Nancy Pelosi to testify. I mean, <laughs> this is just crazy <laughs> when you're on trial. Yes, you get, I mean, you can choose some witnesses, but, like, they have to be relevant to the case. And you can't have, like, your buddies go up and say what a great person you are. Mm-hmm. Character witnesses are not admissible unless you, you've, unless that has something to do with anything. Um, but then he, he wants Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff yeah. um, to testify, and that's somehow going to reveal the real corruption mm-hmm. going on in this country. Well, I mean, I don't know what he thinks that they're going to say while they're testifying, you know. I... I right. wish I knew. Uh, Scott, same question. Do you think what do you what do you think is better? Uh, well, I'll ask you a two part question. Do you think what do you think is better for President Trump, and what do you think is better for the American people? Hmm. Well, I think it's a little bit of of what Chelsea was saying. Uh, the fact is, if you if you draw it out, I think the only advantage to Republicans is that you keep the Democratic senators that are going to be trying to go out to the first couple states from being able to campaign because they're going to be stuck. In trial six days a week. Um, so for six Republic- days a week. Yeah. Really? So for Republicans, yeah, that would be the wow. The only thing that. is that they have to be back and dealing with these all day uh, trial. And then again, I think Donald Trump, in his delusional mind, thinks that again it's going to be like Chelsea was saying, it's going to be a show, and it's going to Republicans are going to control the right. whole thing, and they're going to be able to say, you know, how bad the Democrats are and what a scam it is, and that's all they're going to say all day. And if they keep it going every day, that'll be able to rile up his. His base, which to some aspect I could see part of that being true, just Republicans being able to control it and obviously Republicans having the advantage in the Senate uh, on the number of people that would vote and everything and being able to make it look like this was all a a political scam and and hopefully get his base riled up. But it's better to be quick, be done with it, and move on. So if it's done in February, you know, six, seven, eight months from now in our fast-paced world now – most people are going to be already like, oh, it's forgotten. And it's, you know, they're going to move on to the next thing. So for but it's possible people, that they could impeach him on something else in the meantime. Well, that's like, exactly. he does things every day right. that are questionable, right. I wouldn't be surprised. What if he's a first president impeached <laughs> twice? I know, right? Which is possible. I mean, I look, mean, I mean, it's, it, I think as you get further along, then it's going to be harder and harder to be able to say, let's do a whole trot, you know, let's do a whole thing again when you're now running for reelection and, and a lot of those senators and house members are going to be in the middle of trying to run for election as well that it seems less likely but yes i mean that's that was part of the back and forth with the democrats was what articles are we mm-hmm. going to do are we going to be deal with every misdeed that he's done because you could be here forever um mm-hmm. or is it going to be what they originally talked about keep it concise and simple and just focused on this ukraine incident and that's ended up being what they wanted to do is just focus on the very narrow U- ukraine issue and not the overall Mueller report obstruction of justice and all the other other issues that that he has on a daily basis. And it seems like you've sort of both answered what my next question was going to be, that if this fails, do they go at it again before November 2020? Depends what he does. Mm-hmm. Fair. Right. Um, I don't think they'll rehash this same, the same no, issue. No, no. Now, if... No, because he'll be impeached. So regardless if he's removed from office, he will have the stain of impeachment on him regardless. Right. That's there permanently. It's like, you know... But it... 
calm yourself, Chelsea. If he's reelected, oh, no, not the opposite. No. So if he's reelected, uh, do they then be like, well, I remember that we got him impeached that last time. Let's do that again in like 2022. Or do you think that they try again at some point based on whether or not he gets reelected? Do you think that that enters into it or not? Whichever one of you wants to jump in first. It depends on, on what he does. Right. Mm-hmm. If there is some reason to suspect that he may have committed an impeachable offense, I hope that they investigate and go down this path again if that's where sort of the truth leads them. So it's not should they do this again just for the fun of it, but he does things constantly that are impeachment questionable, at least. Quick follow-up. Do you think that were he reelected, they would do it again for the fun of it just to make sure that uh, they found something? Just to make sure they found something. So, because <sighs> Christian, you know, by these questions, mm-hmm. I, it sounds like you really don't believe that these are valid. No, no, I just don't. I just don't think that they're going to pass the Senate. So right, they're you know, probably right. And, and if you know, say that the Senate makeup is, is at least somewhat comparable, maybe you have a couple more uh, Democrats in, in the next session. So that's again like twenty twenty two. Do you do it again just because, like, well, let's get another crack at the Senate? You know, there's plenty of stuff to choose from that we haven't even gotten to yet. You know, so let's let's do a hearing on this. It's not whether or not it's enough to get impeached. It's more of like, do you try again to get another crack at the Senate? I don't think it's about just giving and trying another crack at it. It's about if there are impeachable offenses, then you've got to go through with it. Right. Even though I understand it might not be the popular thing, it may not succeed. But if we are about following the Constitution, which is what I hear conservatives saying all the time, they're about following the Constitution. And yet, then they want to fight that this impeachment proceeding is even valid. Whatever. I mean, I think the only reason why they may not be so quick to... um, look for his impeachable fences is if they can get things done in the Senate. As much as I've heard conservatives saying this is a whole distraction from things that could be getting done if the Congress wasn't focused on impeachment. And right now that's not true because there are hundreds of bills waiting to be uh, taken up in the Senate that Mitch McConnell has just simply ignored. Um, he, he, to be fair, Mitch McConnell is on one incredibly long smoke break. You know, it, it, it's, it's that's b- not fair. And <laughs> what? Because he smokes. And, uh, and, and, you know, and if I had my my political fantasy come true, where if Elizabeth Warren was not the next president, she was the next uh, Senate majority leader. Right. Um, I think they'd be getting lots of things passed that, you know, I guess they'd have to repass them in the House mm-hmm. um, all over again and then. Uh, take it up in the in the Senate, but you know the Senate could be coming up with things too that then have to go to the House. Like things would be happening. Like I, I'm wondering how how okay would I be with just Trump stays, but then you have Elizabeth Warren as the Senate Majority Leader. <laughs> like, mm, no, I don't um, just only because of the, the the Supreme Court and other things that, that and the EPA well, and all but, the cabinets and all the. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, Supreme inept. Court is the point that I was going to make on uh, President Pence. You know, just uh, where's that list of Supreme <laughs> Court justices that President Pence would uh, would be like? Oh, yeah, I've got some ideas. Uh, so, so, so Scott, uh, I mean, we've sort of circled around the same ground, but the 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 idea that 
were this to be unsuccessful in the Senate, what do you personally think it would take for the House to be like, all right, well, we should take this up again and see what, what the Senate would feel this time? I don't think they would take it up again. I think, again, once it's done, he's impeached, right. and that case is done. And what Chelsea said, if he were to be reelected, which is very upsetting to even say, um, I think it would come down to... Is he doing something that is worthy of impeachment and and doing the same thing again and and bring it to the Senate, regardless if you think it's going to pass or not? Um, but I, I I do believe that it would be very calculated because I think Democrats would run the risk of it then feeling like it's politicized and you know Republicans have already warned now that they're going to just impeach the next Democratic president if they have the majority and you know so it's now it's just going to become it's going to lose its uh, importance and it, it becomes a politicized thing now where every Congress that's a different party than a president is just going to impeach for whatever grounds they want. Um, so I think that's why they have they they're running that risk and that and, and Republicans have always been good about this about just keeping everybody together and cohesive. Even if a lot of these, like we've said, if 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 Republicans had to vote uh, anonymously in the Senate, the numbers would be a lot higher for removal of sure. Trump than they would if they had to vote on the record. So they're very good about keeping everyone together where the Democrats are a little bit more like, okay, vote your conscience, do what you want. And so that's why there might be a few Democrats that are concerned in the House of voting, like we said in the Senate, maybe Joe Manchin if it came down to it. Uh, but I, I, I do believe that the Democrats would be very careful about what they would do in a second term with a president that theoretically, of course, Trump says he was going to run forever, but theoretically is not <laughs> going to be running again and already – has what we've talked about a second term sort of support right now in the middle of his first term because of the way he has zero coattails he wasn't able to take any uh big candidates across the finish line this fall and uh you know he lost so many seats uh his party in 2018 that he's already a weekend almost like a second term president so at that point i don't believe that uh they would really be motivated unless there was something so damning that they knew they could really make a big deal about it but uh no they're not going to re relitigate the ukraine thing it's he's going to be impeached and they'll be done with that uh don't uh, give the american voter uh too much credit or hardly any credit of all if you just had to pick a number percentage wise of how many voters would go to the polls in november just under the assumption that president trump is impeached but not removed from office so what percentage of voters are going to see his name there on the ballot and be like wait a minute didn't that guy get peached or something? <laughs> peached. And be like, well, I can't vote for him. He's He can't be president anymore. Do you think that there are going to be people that go to vote that just don't understand what actually happened? And then that's the moment where they're like, wow, Christian, I thought I had lost faith in Americans and you've really mm, lost faith in Americans. Oh, I mean, by the way, that extends beyond America. Don't think that, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I think that uh, America leads the world in a lot of ways. This is just one. I've, I've lost faith in, in humanity. Uh, and mm, some of the animal kingdom too. Not all of it. No, no, just some, just some, just some. Wow. Right? Mostly gazelles and crocodiles uh. and stuff. Uh, you stand for crocodiles? Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, but do you think that there are people who aren't going to really understand what happened? And then when they see his name on the ballot, like, oh, can I vote for him? Or do you think? Do you think that if you were a, 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 a one of those election poll place, you know, day of workers, workers. yeah, people came over and were like. Can I, can I vote for him? It's just a question, not should I vote for him? What, what do you do? What do you do in that situation? Do you be like, oh, you should step out of line and, you know, I'm going to Google something for you. You know, do you have a phone? Do you, I was going to say, do you have a smartphone? But 
clearly not. Do you just have a phone? Yikes. <laughs> Can you, let's call somebody. Uh, do you Yikes. think that people will be confused, though? I'm sort of stretching it into, you know, ridiculous territory. But do you think that President Trump's impeached, not removed from office, then on Election Day people are confused? Wow. I had lost faith in people, but... It's just not, confused. Not that, and let, we'll keep in mind that, that, you know, there theoretically will have been debates in October. But by the way, I, I'm not 100 percent sure that Donald Trump's going to debate anybody because he's going to be like, I don't need to. And it's only going to hurt me. So if there aren't wow. big, that's not a surprising. Idea. I mean, recently, what was it that came out? Some uh I just remember the acronym PISA, P-I-S-A, some student assessment thing from around the world. Yeah. How the U.S. is like 28th now in, is that math for reading or is that the average of the two? I can't remember. I think it's counting to 28. We're 28. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like we're we're really falling down. Yeah. Um, Where it makes that question like a valid question. Of course it's a valid question. I didn't, I, you know, I'm, I'm asking it because it's my, like my slightly faith, amusing to ask, yeah, but my faith had, ha, wow. So you I'm think people, sad. do you, do you think that people won't be confused and they'll know either like, okay, if his name is on this, this piece of paper or this touch screen or however people are voting, they're like, okay, so I can vote for him if I want to, but uh, I'll instead choose to vote for Hillary Clinton because, of course, she's running against. <laughs> Yikes! Now that level, I just can't go um, down to that to that level. But what do you think, Scott? Um, I, I I just don't even. I do you think people will be confused? And and there's there's like several parts. I like added layers to it. So like the first is could people be confused? The second would they be more confused if he decided like yeah I love free TV time but I'm not going to debate anybody. That's not going to that's only going to hurt me because by the way it would. You know, oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, unless it's Biden, then I, I don't I, think it'll hurt him. I, would, I wouldn't put it past him to, to not debate, but I, I sure there's probably no, going to be. He loves them too much. He loves I, I think yeah, the TV time and everything. But but if he again is concerned and it's really close, uh, he doesn't he know concern. Um, he, even if he should be concerned, it's true. I it's fair, but I, but I wouldn't put it past him either way. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he chose not to to say they're rigged or whatever. Um, but sure, there, there may be a handful of people that are confused because the only thing that I will say that. Defending those confused people is this would be the first time that uh, an impeached president would be up for re-election. Correct, yeah. So, in that sense, it's different because, obviously, Bill Clinton was at the end of his second term. We never got there with Nixon because he resigned. And Andrew Johnson, even though he could have run again, had chosen already not to run again. So, he wasn't even in the mix. Right, right. So, this would be the first time it would happen. So, I could understand people would be like, oh, this is weird. But again, if his name's on there, then I don't see where the confusion would lie. But it is the first time, which I could imagine maybe for some people it would be a new thing. And so, maybe wow. there's some confusion. I, I will give them the slight benefit of the doubt, but I don't envision that many people. I think it would be a nominal handful of people. Um, because if you're if the name's on the ballot, then you know, you know, mm-hmm. you can vote for that person. And that doesn't mean that you're... You're restricted. If you don't, then that, like you said, Chelsea, that's a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just uh, because of how summarily it was dismissed, 
We talked about this last week. I didn't realize the length of the interview. Hillary Clinton talked to Howard Stern for two and a half hours. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I didn't even get to it because once I knew how long it was, I was like, it, it was fascinating, actually. <laughs> I heard it was it great. It was really interesting. No, I heard it was great. And I just, I'm I, have look, to break I'm just saying two, two and a half hours doesn't mean to me that doesn't scream 100 percent. Definitely not running for president. That says eh, talk to me after the new year. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a long interview. You know, I mean, look, she really want to sell her book that she wrote with Chelsea that badly that she's going to talk to Howard Stern for two and a half hours. Anyway, that's that really that I should really have saved that for when Tamara's here because of how much it annoys her. But um, we have yet to make our wager, which hopefully we'll be able to announce on this week's show. Uh, were you both here last week? Uh, yes, I was. Yeah, but that. I don't think yes. you were. No. Yeah. And we uh, Tamara and I have not figured it out. I was just like, oh, she's definitely running. And, and Tamara said, well, she's definitely not. And Scott, you had your bets a little bit. You think uh, yes. probably not, but you can't rule it out now. Exactly. Yeah. Never so rule it out. Finally coming over never, to the dark side with I w- me. I would never rule it out, and I've said that from the very beginning. That's true. Too. That's true. You can never like hundred percent rule it out because she's wanted it for so long. Yeah. And maybe oh. she'll be like third time's a charm. Like she's not going <laughs> to. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying. I I do agree. She will not rule it out. Although maybe she's intimidated by the way that uh, Mike Bloomberg is taking the country by storm. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that is uh, that's a that's a story for uh, the new year. I'm sure uh, you know if it happens. Mm-hmm. Wink. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to talk about. We've mentioned him in passing. Your friend Mitch McConnell, and by your friend, I mean because uh, Scott, you tweeted him more than anybody oh, I, I know. know. Yep. Uh, he has said that uh, you know there's this. Uh, USMCA uh, trade bill that uh, there seems to be at least some degree of of, uh, common ground on. And uh, according to Mitch McConnell, uh, the Senate will take it up, uh, not now or in the near future when it could be useful to do so. But uh, he's using it as like, we'll do that after impeachment. Because I do believe that this is someone who can literally only do one thing at a time. He can walk or <laughs> chew gum. And again, uh, Chelsea, you you know, you tisk tisk me for talking about the long smoke break, but he does smoke a lot. And I don't know if he can do anything else while he's smoking. I, I think he has to put out the cigarette and actually be like, oh, where are these bills that I'm supposed to be looking at? You know, come on, people of Kentucky. You've got to do better. I mean, who's so the other guy they vote for is Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, on his haircut alone, you just don't understand anybody can vote for him. He's hey. taking politics completely <laughs> out of it. At least they they got rid of Matt Bevin, so that's yeah, something for that's you. True. And, Wait, and the new governor's Paul, uh, what do you already think of paying off your student loans by taking out of your retirement account? Oh my god! Um, I, I so you're assuming that we have yeah. retirement accounts, yeah, no. but uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like your retirement account should be for your retirement. It's almost like. You know, using your uh, using your savings bond to pay for video games. You it know, just, you should me, just like save it. Shows how like out of touch he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That most people don't really have retirement accounts right. going because of the student loan. So where right. do you get the money in the first place to have money exactly. in a retirement account? And if they did, and they're taking out for student loans, now they don't have a retirement account for later on. And now you're, I, you're, I think you're, I think I read a little a, bit about where is you can you can borrow and then yes. you have to yes pay, pay it back and over a certain like a that, mortgage almost like and you, you have mean, a long period of time to pay it back. But the only still... place I'll give him credit is where he's saying Republicans need to put forth plans about student loans. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because the Democrats are spending a lot of time talking about student loans. So you should but, definitely have a position but on it. This one is like, wow. Well, it's it, it, it's much it's clear he doesn't understand the life of somebody 
with student I, loans. I would like to call his office and ask, would I be able to pay off my student loans with my future lottery winnings? Because I'm sure I'm going to win one day. And I know that's a state issue. But at the same time, <laughs> uh, can I borrow from that? Like, I'm definitely going to win one of these days. So can I just and I just want to pay it off in, you know, one fell swoop. All right. I'm good for it. I I'm mean, definitely going to win one day. What if um, I don't know, like instead of hmm, I don't know, I was trying to think of something equally outlandish, like instead of money paying to um, federal income taxes, I take that money and pay off my student <laughs> loans. Like that's a great idea. I mean, I, well, yeah, I'd I mean, really... if we, boy, if it, you know, I mean that, of course, the more realistic thing is that is, you know, if you could. Somewhere on your taxes, not the whole thing, but like, can we put like three dollars of my my what I'm paying the government towards, you know, these three issues that are important to me? And of course, you know, the IRS would laugh so hard that mm -hmm. uh, they would probably spit up on your paper because it's just that funny. But I wanted to get back to this idea that Mitch McConnell's like, we're not doing anything until after this impeachment thing. So you move along and then we'll move along and then it'll be twenty twenty one. Uh, Scott, because you are our resident expert on Mitch McConnell, <laughs> uh, what do you think about this approach to, you know, I mean, the, the House is is handling the impeachment right now. So mm -hmm. the Senate could do something if they wanted to. Well, I think it goes back to Mitch McConnell making it, try, trying to put it back on the Democrats to blame them and be like, look, if uh, we weren't in the middle of this impeachment trial, we'd be able to get this this trade deal finalized. But unfortunately, because Democrats are wasting our time with this political sham, we have to get through that. And once we, we've finished that up, we can get back to the business of the American people. So it's going to be his whole tactic to blame the Democrats because that's what they've been doing now for the past uh, several months on, on the deal, which, again, the Democrats had said from the very beginning they had to compromise and meet some of the concerns Democrats have. And once they got a little bit closer, they they were open to you know, doing the deal. And that's exactly what happened. And I think, again, it was a brilliant strategy of Nancy Pelosi to be able to show that they could walk and chew gum at the same time, because that's a big thing of oh, the do nothing Democrats from Donald Trump. And now the rest of Republicans saying in Congress, oh, they're so focused on impeachment, they can't do anything else. So what did she do this morning? She talked about what articles they were going to impeach him on. And then they said they were going to they agreed to the, the trade deal um, an hour later. Um, so that was a good strategy on her part to be able to say, look, we're we are capable of doing of governing as well as dealing with uh, impeachment and uh, accountability. Yes. Yeah, so it, it now puts it back on on Republicans. But again, Mitch McConnell's going to twist it around and say we can't do anything until, you know, we finish this uh, impeachment trial that the Democrats have now put on us and then we can go back. How many things can you do at the same time? I feel like walk, chew gum, I'm all right. But walk, chew gum, and text, I don't know that I could probably do all three of those. Chelsea, do you I feel... watch people try. <laughs> the thing that seems to struggle yes. is the walking. Yes. Yeah, the, the two I can do, I, I think once I try to do a third thing. So, you know, I mean, we're not asking too much. We're not asking any elected official ever to do three things <laughs> at the same time. You know, we're not asking President Trump to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken, tweet, while he's watching Fox and Friends, and yes, I realize that means he's eating Kentucky Fried Chicken in the morning, but you know, of course, what's wrong with that? Hamburgers Chelsea, in the what's wrong with that? Uh, <laughs> and and then do a fourth thing. You know, we're not asking anybody to do all those things, but uh, getting to do uh, two things is uh, what seems to be the problem. Uh, so uh, obviously there are a few places we could go, but uh, only uh, a few minutes. And before I introduce another topic. I'm going to put you on the spot, Chelsea. Is there something 
burning that uh, I haven't gotten to yet because I hate when I leave out what is important <gasps> to you. Wow, thank you. What's what's new in corruption? What's old in corruption? Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I haven't. Uh, no, I haven't gone like, fishing for it because usually because usually the fish are just all floating at the top dead. You exactly. don't actually have to go fishing. Yeah, right. I think the only. Um, Maybe because I relate to it, maybe. the This interesting thing about Elizabeth Warren's side hustle as a lawyer consultant for a real estate um, group, and she tried to argue for for them to be to not be held liable to clean up some environmental issues uh, that right. they had to potentially deal with after a bankruptcy thing. And, and it looking like this is uh, Elizabeth Warren... Being out of integrity with her sort of usual brand and whose side she's usually on. Mm-hmm. And uh, first I just thought, well, look at me and Elizabeth Warner, the only two people I know that have lawyering as their side hustle. Um, <laughs> and, and then feeling like, wow, I guess I, by that standard, I could never run for public office because 99.9% of the cases that I work on, I'm always on the side of the injured worker. But there's been a couple of times that I have been on the other side. And um, and in one of those cases, man, if that was on video, that would be epic. Because I legally shred the person claiming injury because they're... It was just obvious. Yeah. I mean, it was... Yeah, I almost wish it was on video, but I'm kind of glad <laughs> it's Probably not. better that it's not, yeah. But, you know, if you look at that, you're like, oh, my God, how could you say that this person is an advocate of, you know, w- working people? Um, and so I I, I think um, there's, a, there's, like, you're not a thousand percent consistent. And I can see how, actually, in me going after this one person who I thought was clearly lying, that that's actually holding up the integrity of the whole system a little bit better. Eh, but anyway, that I mean, was. Oh, I was going to say. I mean, it goes back to like you said. People have a history, work history, of life, especially someone like Elizabeth Warren, who actually was a Republican at one point in time and has been around for many, many years. And like you said, it has a side hustle. Uh, I think the other big issue is is Mayor Pete with his consulting years. You know, there were mm-hmm. three years, and and McKinley won't let them him get out of his NDA and talking about non disclosure agreements. And people are like, well, what, what, you know companies was he consulting for and how does that influence his potential you know standards on what he would support and what companies are that that he supported uh when he was uh consulting um i'd also add with the corruption is that duncan hunter finally oh is my going to gosh. resign i cannot believe how um, long that took and that he's he's decided to plead guilty to the corruption mm-hmm. that they blatantly did mm-hmm. um to hopefully help right. his wife after how, how he threw his wife under the bus too yeah. Um, so that was a big corruption thing. Pay the money back. Hopefully, but of course, I, I, I think it'll be unlikely. About that part. It'll probably be like you know Betsy DeVos when the taxpayers pay uh, her fine. But um, so it's great to see you know someone who was blatantly corrupt finally. But I, I was kind of disappointed. I don't think there was much Nancy Pelosi could do. But the fact that he was still in the house all this time, and then he's like, oh, I'll just resign sometime after the holidays. Like very vague. Yeah, is very frustrating when you saw. Katie Hill was like, I'm out. Yes. And it was like right away. And here's Duncan Hunter still there and just kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll resign some of the holidays. But it is a good sign that someone who was so blatantly corrupt is finally, finally going to be out of office. So, uh, you know, 
I'm sure Daryl Issa will try to swoop in there and, and move in to, to run for that. Well, let's District. not vote Scott Moore out of office. Let's make sure that he sticks around. But uh, he may or may not be with us next week. And you'll find us next week on Friday, kind of in like the early afternoon time, uh, at least Eastern time. It'll certainly be the afternoon. So uh, we'll let you know exactly when because there's another debate on mm-hmm. Thursday night. So uh, you will be able to find us uh, next Friday. And that'll be our last show of 2019. And uh, I don't know. The show will probably just kind of go away after that because what's going to be interesting to talk about in 2020? I don't see anything. Mm, I mean, if we can find something, maybe yeah. we'll uh, do a show next year. Uh, but, hey, but only seven candidates now for the debate next week, I'm so it's so, down to seven. I'm so glad, <laughs> I, but none of them is Marianne Williamson. So no. that, you know, from an enjoyment standpoint, that's disappointing. Uh, Chelsea, where do people find you? At Chelsea Galicia. And Scott, where do people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, telling Mitch McConnell he's a hypocrite at Sman80. That's Sman80. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next Friday. Bye. And me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 